in September 1888, Lord Stanley, Governor General of Canada, officially opened Stanley Park in Vancouver. It's the third largest park in North America, spanning 405 hectares, and draws approximately 8 million visitors annually. Welcome to Snowbirds and RV Travelers Travel Thursdays, where we share the best destinations, travel tips, trends, news, and reviews that make this the absolute best time to be an RVer. Enjoy the show. Please share it with your friends and take a moment now to like, follow, and subscribe. You can catch up on previous episodes at rvpodcasts.com. Stanley Park's storied past was written by Dennis Began and presented by Perry Mack. Here's an exclusive offer for Snowbirds and RV Travelers listeners. Golden Village Palms RV Resort is a welcoming retreat for an active lifestyle. From dining to recreation to shopping, everyone enjoys this pet-friendly RV resort. If you call 1-888-RV-STAYS, that's 1-888-787-8297 and use promo code SNOWBIRDS, you can have a discounted monthly rate of just $749 for stays through April 2024. Spend your days on the pickleball courts, relax by the pools, work out in the fitness center, or enjoy one of the many daily resort activities in sunny California. In 2014, TripAdvisor ranked it as the top park in the world based on preserved historical landmarks, waterfront views, tourist attractions, sports fields, forests, and walking and hiking trails. Despite its popular attractions and active grounds, the known and unknown history of Stanley Park continues to fascinate all kinds of travelers who visit the area every year. The Dead Man's Island area in Coal Harbor has a sordid past and is known as the Haunted Island. Although it's closed to the public, it's interesting to know that there are considered to be more ghosts or apparitions on the island than living residents, especially in Building Number 1, a recognized federal heritage building near its shore. Numerous people have reportedly heard footsteps on stairways and furniture being moved during the night. In the past, the island served as a native village battle site, smallpox gravesite, and was the home to early settlers of Vancouver. The island is now home to the HMCS Discovery, which is a recruitment and training center for sea cadets and the Royal Canadian Navy. Despite its moniker, the Lost Lagoon was never lost. When Captain Vancouver paddled through Coal Harbor in 1792 to Second Beach, Lost Lagoon was just a tidal mudflat. It was created when Stanley Park Causeway was completed off Georgia Street in 1916. The Jubilee Fountain was added in 1936 and revitalized 50 years later to commemorate Vancouver's centennial. Canadian Pauline Johnson, a Vancouver poet, called the area the Lost Lagoon as the water disappeared at low tide. RVers, especially birders, will enjoy the easy 1.8-kilometer loop as it's a sanctuary for birds and other wildlife. The Stanley Park Nature House, operated by the Stanley Park Ecology Society, is the gateway to touring this area. Some highlights include interactive displays on local ecology, nature-themed activities, real specimens of park wildlife, and of course, the requisite gift shop. Stanley Park was originally known for its logging industry from 1860 to 1880. This resource extended from Brockton to Prospect Points. The park has always been rich with Douglas fir, red cedar, and Sitka spruce. The Squamish people were employed by the lumber companies, and the area was also home to the coastal salish, including the musqueam, 
Squamish, and Tsleil-Waluth indigenous peoples. The village of Woiwoi occupied what is now Lumberman's Arch and Fox's Den, a popular children's splash park. This area is largely used for family outings. For more activity, there's the 10-kilometer seawall loop to enjoy and approximately 27 kilometers of biking and hiking trails, which were once used to haul logs. At 9 p.m. sharp, the sound of a cannon can be heard throughout the park. It was cast in England in 1816, installed along the seawall, and first fired on October 15, 1898. The cannon is a 12-pound muzzle-loaded naval gun. While most people assume the cannon has something to do with the local military history or closing of the park, neither fact is correct. The first purpose of the cannon was to warn fishermen to stop for the day. The present purpose is a time signal informing the general public and foreign ships of local Vancouver time. Many people are surprised to learn that Stanley Park has a military past. In 1859, Burrard Inlet was a military reserve under the control of the British Royal Navy. Before the Canadian Federation, in 1867, it was feared Americans would seize Vancouver. During World War I, the Germans had battleships stationed in Tsingtao, China, posing a concern for a possible attack on Vancouver. The military solution was to install two 4-inch caliber guns on Ferguson Point, which was the perfect location to protect English Bay. However, it was World War II that concerned Canadians since Japan could attack Vancouver in 1942. Japanese subs had already struck Estevan Point Lighthouse, located on the west coast of Vancouver Island on June 20th. Other Japanese attacks were on Dutch Harbor, Alaska and Fort Stevens, Oregon. The solution was to improve the battery at Ferguson Point with 4.7-inch MK-1 guns and 6-inch MK guns. Third Beach employed barracks, offices and storage. Ten searchlights lined the west side, including at Siwash Rock. The foundations of the guns are still visible at Ferguson Point, while the officers' mess is now the tea house in Stanley Park Restaurant. To defend Vancouver during World War II, the Canadian government built battery positions at Point Atkinson, Point Grey, Narrows North, and Ferguson Point in Stanley Park. Any Japanese battleship that crossed the examination line between Point Atkinson and Point Grey could be sunk with a 6-inch MK gun from these four strategic locations. The artillery was manned by 720 men of the 15th Coast Artillery. On September 15, 1942, a Canadian freighter, the Fort Ray, was approaching First Narrows in the evening when it was accidentally hit by a warning shot from the Narrows North Battery. The ship took on water and had to beach to prevent sinking. This was the only shell fired in the defense of Vancouver during World War II. It's worthwhile to take some time and research the history of Stanley Park and visit some of the lesser known sites to further enjoy one of the most popular and historic parks in Canada. For more information, visit vancouver.ca or destinationbc.com.